welcome to the Love Mish podcast. I am your host, Mish. There are a billion people in the world, and I'm just one of them. And welcome to my podcast, where I'll share my thoughts, opinions, and ramblings, and sometimes I'll have guests, and no subject is off limit. So let the conversation begin. Mimi, go Mimi. It's the Misha podcast. Hey, go Mimi, go Mimi. Hey, loves, and welcome to another episode of Love Niche Podcast. In the background, we have Fluify on YouTube. It's the Night at Work instrumental chill music mix. I have my disclaimer on here. I do not own these people's music, okay? We just we just got it going in the background. Hey, loves, I am so excited to do this podcast. So we are talking about extremely sensitive people today. And if you have not guessed it, I am an extremely sensitive person. Like, everything is starting to make sense. The first thing I'm going to teach my kids is everything to do with them. You, you, the more you know you, the better you'll be able to navigate people around you and this world. They teach us external and then late in life, we old as hell, we want to go in. Hell no, it's in and then out. So I'm just so excited about everything I've been learning. Okay, so I started journaling. I never used to journal. I started journaling. I'm getting messages for y'all, not even just me. So this was on Sunday, Sunday, February 6, 2022. Um, Spirit sends me messages. I'm just a messenger. Do with it as I will. Think of it as someone being served, but they are hard to reach. You finally reach them. That's me. You've been spiritually served. I need to quote that because somebody's going to try to steal it. I'm a slow learner. I learn through pain. God, that's that's like my best teacher and I hate it, but it's my best teacher. Um, anything that's personal. So if you're in my immediate circle, if something happens to you, it's happening to me times 10 and I ain't even in it. So, you know, guilty by association or, you know, people around me. I learn from those close, close, close group and I learn by repetition. So all the things that I'm sharing, I'm learning this right along with you. That's why I don't like to call myself a teacher or a master. I'm just a messenger. I get so many messages, so much so that I had to create an outlook just to categorize them because they be coming in like fire, y'all. Um, so I try to categorize them and put them in order so I can put out a message via podcast. Um, but I also get my own personal message via email, YouTube, quotes, etc. So I just combine them all together with my own perspective and my life comparisons and share them. But feel free, as all would say, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. But regardless, you've been spiritually served. Warning comes before destruction. A wise man heeds a message. To whom much is given, much is required. When you learn something, you will be given a pop quiz and you will be tested. So if you thought life was just work, pay bills, marry and reproduce and YOLO, perhaps you've been called for more. Life has many paths. With free will, you choose which one to take. But if you're getting these messages, if you stumbled upon this podcast, you too, where we at? Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps you're ready for a new road. Perhaps you're being called for a new path. Perhaps. 
that was my message from Sunday. Um, so I was like, okay, let me share that. I just, I was supposed to do it on podcast Sunday, but I, but it's Monday night and I'm doing it now. Um, but spirit has been talking my head off loud and clear. Oh my gosh. I, I, at one point I was like, I'm so glad I'm getting the messages through YouTube and da, 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 because if it's if it's like we should do this, I think I would drop that. But the messages have been coming so clear; it's just from other people. But I know it's coming from source because it'd be the same thing, and I know I'm on the right path because everything is just resonating so much. So, so yeah, I have that excitable fire energy. Um, also, I finished the first seven pages of my fertility baby dust inspiration and encouragement card guy i'm so happy about that um my mom has been giving me planners for years and i never used them i even had like a planner on my phone i never used it i've tried over and over again would just have not and it's because i i was planning stuff i didn't really want to do but now that i'm planning things that i want to do i'm like checking things off i'm like look at me this week next week okay so I'll be excited to kind of flip through this at the end of the year and look at all the stuff that I um, completed, okay? Because that's the goal, to complete the stuff. Um, so I put down that I was going to do seven pages every night. So within two weeks, I should be done. I did my first seven pages tonight. And the information is just flowing. I'm like, I know I'm on the wrong. I know I'm the wrong job, the wrong field, the wrong everything. Because it's just, this energy is just flowing. It does not flow like this at work. And so another message I got today was listening to a completely different YouTube that has nothing to do with this um, topic was um, how you're creative. And if your job doesn't allow you to be creative, you don't enjoy it. So I'm like, what? I don't draw. I don't sing. I don't do all this stuff. But I'm still a creative. It's For me, it's talking. It's learning. It's putting the different ideas. However I want to share it, that's how I do my creativity. Whether it's a podcast, whether it's a blog, whether it's a book, a journal, or whatever, I can use my creativity to send it out um, that way. And I was just like, oh, my God. So every time I get something, I'm like, okay, okay, universe, okay, God, I hear you. Okay, I hear you, I hear you. And it's just been so clear, like, what? Who was I listening to before? What was your girl doing? But it's just so interesting that, like, I hear now. Spirit is talking at all times. We just don't be knowing it. Um, I wrote something here, and then we're going to just jump right into the podcast we are more knowledgeable than we know. We just keep it to ourselves. So I encourage you to share. I challenge you to share because it could be a whole new road to success. I am a New York Times and Amazon number one bestseller. I put that in the universe years ago. But I've just started to burn the midnight oil to make this a reality. It takes, however, it takes some living so I'm right on time. Like, I was getting down and out on myself because I got a spiritual spanking saying that I should have been further than where I am. But I had to step back and say, no, I'm right where I need to be. Everybody learns differently. Everybody has to go through different trials. I had to go through some things to learn some lessons to get me to the place that I am right now. And I don't want to ever be on any road, any path, any job, any anything unprepared. So if it took this long to get here, that's fine. I just mean, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do and, and keep it going from here. But I really had got down and out on myself. But life is a journey. 
we have free will. And I just told my cousin, like, um, if God is really, really behind you, even when you make bad choices, he's still going to make sure it's a lesson in there. He's still going to make sure you get to the right path. So all in all, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um, it's time to connect. Also, I've been guided to pay tithes to people on my path. So I'm super excited to be able to do that because money is energy and energy is gratitude, which is the highest form of love. Y'all know everything goes back to love. Um, so first up, of course, my family and friends, we're going to take care of them. That's the high. Um, then we have my spiritual mother, Akuwavi, and my spiritual um, auntie, Sharita, and my spiritual brother, Brother Yusuf, and my spiritual tribe, Loner Wolf. I'm also, um, I think I took like a year off and I was focused on self-love. Now I want to um, implement self-care. So I'm going to sign, I had signed up for pole classes and I stopped whole COVID crap, but now I know different teas and stuff to take while I'm out and about. So I'm about to start pole dance again. So I'm excited about that. And I went on the website, man, she got belly dance. She got aerial. She got pole. She got ballet. <laughs> and I'm going to do all of them. So I think I'm going to sign up for a monthly package and just drop in and do the different classes. And I remember my mom mentioned belly dance before, so I'm going to see if I can get my mom and sisters together and we could all do either a private class or a public class, you know, whatever works for them. And that would be an amazing memory for us. But yeah, I wanted to add um, self-care along with my self-love um, new journey. And I also want to start getting massages every week. Like, I, being sensitive, you just harbor so much energy. You got to, like, release it. So, I'm excited to um, be able to sign up with massage. And I'm going to do rinky healing. So, I'm going to do my regular massage, my fertility massage, rinky healing. Because healing is not just physical. It's mind, body, and soul. So, you, for your mind, you need to have, like, some type of um, psychologist, therapy, whatever. So I could put a check mark there for your body. It could be gym. It could be yoga. It could be massage. I could put it, you know, or the pole dance, etc. So I could put a check mark there. And then for your soul, it's like meditation, rinky, etc. So I want to make sure I'm checking all boxes and not just focus on one thing and not the other. So yeah, um, think about different things that you can do to implement with your on your self-love journey as far as self-care, not just face masks. What else can you do? Not just hair and nails. What about your mind, body, and soul? So I thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, so we're going to um, skip on down to our local business recommendation. I just mentioned pole dance, and the, and the company that I'm talking about is Bittersweet Studios. They're located here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I haven't seen any other pole places. I know there's a lot in Atlanta. There's a lot in Miami, but I'm here. So wherever you're located, just look up pole dance. I'm pretty sure they're all over. Um, that's the one that I recommend. Again, she does aerial, pole dance, belly dance, um, and ballet. So I'm so excited to do that. So shout out to her. And I remember I first heard about her because one of my schoolmates had threw a birthday party there 
for her birthday and she invited me and my other friend and we went for the very first time and I had never heard of this before and I just had the a ball and then I went for my birthday and my friends um, went with me and I had a ball again um I just feel like as women there is a sensual sexual part of us whether we're in a relationship or not that we should cultivate and it's just so beautiful like there's so many different forms of dance and pole is one of them okay so that was my business reco a video reco that i have um is in the links below uh, the first one is are you too sensitive and the next one is how to make sensitivity your superpower then we have unlocking the secret power of sensitivity at work and the gentle power of highly sensitive people now when i heard this um when i heard when i because I, I listened i listened to all of them like i've been universe has been sending me this stuff okay and i'm like oh that's what's, like nothing's wrong with me i'm not crazy I'm just i'm just a systematic person and i remember um with this with my last relationship i remember him saying like i didn't know you were so sensitive and that just kind of like echoes in the back of my mind like he did say that like you damn right i'm sensitive but it's not even that it's just like the audacity i guess because i feel and know so much it's like almost like how dare you i don't know but now i'm gonna be learning more about my community because the more you know about you the better you can um set up boundaries to kind of protect yourself or know where to go who to be around what to entertain so yeah um when i heard about the one getting back to the videos when i heard about the one about sensitivity at work we had just had a meeting and our manager was like what can we do yada 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 and i was like they have a program where you can send ideas and get paid why would i give you ideas for free so somebody can be in the background writing this shit down and making a damn powerpoint and getting paid for it like no i already gave them an idea they act like they already implemented and didn't want to play pay me i said oh okay and that's how we gonna play this game y'all won't be getting no ideas from me absolutely not at all but i wanted to send her that link on sensitivity because customer when businesses say customers are number one that's false to me customers are not number one because if you ain't got name employee there to assist them customers you don't have a fucking business and the ceo is not gonna get off their fat ass to do the work right so to me employees are number one after employees are the customers after the customers are the ceos because you're last you need all you need the employees to run the business you need the customers to come to the business before you can even consider yourself a ceo so i just feel like it's ass backwards and if the best job i ever had to me that cared about the employees health was city bank they had a nap room they had a fucking gym you can get into this machine and, and see your body mass like uh the, the kitchen was amazing you someone's cooking your food in your fucking face or you could pick up a salad and go i mean it was healthy choices like city was fucking amazing if the universe draws me back there and i can find a creative job off the phone i would not mind going back i remember going there we had finger scan we had eye scan it was just like the fucking future and they really cared because you want me to work and it were 24 hours too. You want me to work at 110%. I'm going to need 
you to pick up on my slack. If I'm giving you 110%, you might need to make sure is my mental okay? Am I eating well? Like, you gotta, gotta pick up. They even had a daycare. You mean to tell me you making sure my kid's straight? You making sure I'm eating good? You making sure I'm working out? That is a company that I can give 110% to. So I feel like um, my next journey would be like a creative company, either back to Citibank or Apple or Google or um, it's another one, Apple, Google, one of them creative companies because you even go into offices and they just look weird and quirky and colorful and creative like, yeah, this is where I belong. <laughs> like no one's like self-managing you. You could take your lunches when you need to. Look, they just want you at your happiest because that's when you're giving the best work. Okay. Someone else needs to get the memo, but I digress. They won't be hearing it from me. Okay, so those are my YouTube recommendations. Check them out, especially if you feel like you are an extremely sensitive person. A podcast recommendation that I want to get, a, a podcast record that I want to uh, give is the Highly Sensitive Person podcast. I've been having so much fun listening to her, and she doesn't even do it anymore. So whatever your gift is, writing a book, doing a movie, singing a song, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to do this forever. Once you send it out in the universe, it will echo forever. This woman is living her life doing something else. And look at me years later, picked up the podcast and she's helping me with my life. Like if you aren't helping other people, you're not living life right. Period. I mean, it's really that simple. You can't go to meet your creative and say, I only worried about me. I made so much money. Look at my bank account. That shit does not matter. God going to be like, did you help your sisters and brothers? The fuck? <laughs> so um, just figure out what your calling and your gift is and help others because it really is about everyone else. Okay. It's about you first. You got to figure out you. You got to, you know, prune yourself. You got to find your gifts. You got to, you know, live life a little but then it's about everybody else, okay? Um, so I think I really have enjoyed her podcast. And guess what? When I say Spirit Be Talking, one of her podcasts was about work. She hated her job and she took a pay cut and she did a different job, but she was happy. And I'm like, okay, Spirit, I, <laughs> I be complaining every single day. I already know what you want me to do. I know, I know my days are numbered. I'm just trying to pay off this goddamn car. My days are numbered, but... Um, I do know more about me. I do know what more more about what type of job I want. It's not, it used to be the money, but I could care less. I just want to be stress-free, happy to come in every single day, not dreading to go in. So um, when I heard that on her podcast, I was like, oh, my gosh, I hear you, God. I hear you, universe. And I thought that was funny. Alrighty, so our reiki healing prayer rico for this particular podcast will be the hsp community um extremely sensitive person hypersensitive person there's so many different names for it i even heard snowflake and i was like oh my god <laughs> um i'm surprised somebody didn't say balloon because you know sometimes when balloons hit the ground they pop because they're that sensitive. And I also want to give a shout out or a prayer reco for the empathic community. Because I think they're one and the same. I think highly sensitive and empathic are the same. And I'm going to go over two articles and two quizzes about that. So again, super excited for this episode. And I'm going to also introduce music reco into the podcast. Because your girl be listening to music. <laughs> and I want to share it. So this is um a new artist that I came across. 
called Absol. Y'all know I'm an esoteric baby. So this is esoteric rap. And this song is called The Law um, featuring Mac Miller and Rhapsody. Now, I remember I was, went on a date with this guy. And he was like, you don't know who Mac Miller is. I was like, no. And I just fell in love with Mac Miller from that day. So thank you for introducing me to Mac Miller. And then when I met him, he died. I'm like, really? Every time I find somebody, they want to go in the clouds. And also Rhapsody now. Rhapsody has some bomb music too. So I want to start um, giving a little uh, 10 seconds of fame, I guess, <laughs> or shouting out music because I am a music baby and when you're highly sensitive that's one of the things that you can do to channel your energy I'm gonna go over that list as well I take really long showers you can ask my mom that's one way to refresh and recharge music is another way writing and podcast blog like what I've been doing all this stuff and didn't even know y'all it's just it's coming together um but I forgot to say, for the HSP community and the empathic community, it really be the feels. Whatever you feel, imagine that times a thousand. Okay? Welcome to the sensitive world. Because that's how it, how it be. I remember my manager, like, my ex had died. And that was so much emotions. I was not ready for that. Because usually older people die. And people not close to me. So that really just threw me for a loop. But I know it also triggered my spiritual journey as well. So sometimes we have contracts to trigger each other's journey because we all are going to leave. And everybody can say when somebody dies, it triggers something in you. It really does. Um, and I and Mother's Day had passed and I was just reflecting on like a lot of lo- It was just like loss after loss after loss. Like if I experienced another loss, it was just so much. And my manager insensitively was like, well, everybody go through stuff. You're just going to have to get over it. You're just going to have to deal with it. This is life. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, you hear kids come and they blow up a school or people come and they shoot up their job or, you know, man kills one woman. You just never know. The shit you say out of your mouth, you don't know what how sensitive a person is, how their mind is. Like, I literally saw how the man had killed. Remember I did a podcast, the man killed his the baby mama was like, I'm going to keep the child away from you like your ex-wife. You, That man flipped. That was a whole trigger for him. That was a whole trigger for him. So all I have to say is you never know how sensitive people are in these streets. Like they say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. You just never know. That person can take you out. That person could end your life. Okay? And then a whole slew of other things just... Just try to make better choices. Try to make better choices because we are, we're all completely different individuals. Some people be ready to fight. Some people be ready to kill. Some people going to cry. I mean, it's just so many different levels of human. And I just fall within this sensitive category. But I'm going to pause the music real quick so you guys can hear um, this Absol, The Law is my song. And I'm going to come back and we're going to hop into this episode of highly sensitive people. Yeah. 
Love is the love, love is the only love. I'm a, you should, you should do what I will, you should. I'm through the mail, fishing for a fee to feed my female ASAP. Nature is a mother, and life is a bitch. I am convinced. God coming, she just taking her time. God coming, she just taking her time. I get the feeling that you only playing hard to get Cause you ain't forget how much I love a challenge I know we were divided to restore the balance Hope I still get you wet while you bending over backwards Watching over me in ecstasy expecting me Your number is 6 and 50 interestingly I hope you're still blue with golden ovaries on your tippy toes for me just how you're supposed to be they spoke of us in cairo quite some time ago how these adamants adapt to this it's incredible they love to go to sleep but hate to be awake treat the eye of horus as if it's just a symbol unattainable they read the wrong rights they see the signs but ain't see what the signs are but luckily uh, love is the only law uh, Love is the only When you get a chance, check out that full song. Check out his whole discography, YouTube. Um, I have Apple. If you're on Spotify, Spotify. But I was up, like I had woke up like 6 in the morning. And I was just like listening to all his songs, like one by one by one. And I'm like, I started with YouTube and then I went over to iTunes. This man has been doing music over like 10 years ago what was my mind 10 years ago and i'm just now hearing it so i will always say like put your stuff out it may not you may be ahead of the curve you may be ahead of the game your audience may be 20 years behind but still put it out <laughs> put it out because when they ready it need to be there i love his music okay so let's get into the m so first up we got loner loner wolf loner wolf i'm so proud of loner wolf she started all by herself and now she married i'm pretty sure it's gonna be baby wolves um but this article is called 19 signs you're a highly sensitive person and how to survive and thrive it's by althea luna uh she published it on december 24th 2020 and I had a ball reading this, so here we go. It all added up. Sensitivity too loud. Sounds, harsh lights, emotional climates, overstimulating situations. I just discovered something amazing. I'm a highly sensitive person. For years since childhood, I had always believed there was something terribly weird and different, strange, or broken about me. 
New situations easily overwhelm me. Strangers set me on edge. Lounge salads make me jump out of my skin. Even the slightest amount of coffee or alcohol sent me into a tailspin. I can't even, I can't even handle liquor. It's just too much for me. I do remember as a child always crying or wondering why everybody was mad. And it's just, it was hell growing up. It was just way too many emotions. And I didn't understand anything. I did not. Emotionally, my childhood was, it was too much emotionally. Okay. If you can relate to this level of sensitivity, you might be a highly sensitive person. The life-changing reality of this label is that it helps you to accept that one, you're not crazy, two, there's nothing wrong with you, and three, you're not alone. So what is a highly sensitive person? A highly sensitive person, HSPs, are individuals who are genetically predisposed to higher levels of mental, emotional, and physical sensitivity. What did I say earlier today? Your mind, your body, and your soul. Okay. Mental, emotional, and physical sensitivity. It is speculated that around 15 to 20% of our population is wired differently and therefore experiences life in a much more intense way than the average person. HSPs differ from neurotypical individuals in that they are more deeply impacted by sights, sounds, smells, Taste, tactical sensations, and emotions. 19 signs you're a highly sensitive person. Mother of the discovery, Elaine Aaron, has been researching the highly sensitive person for over 20 years now. As soon as she had a finely tuned list of traits and behavioral quirks that define the highly sensitive person. I've refined some of these traits below. See how many you can relate to. One, I'm aware of subtleties and nuisances in different environments, like the tap water dripping too loudly, a light bulb burning too brightly, etc. The other day, out of nowhere, I just heard the clock, 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 clock. I'm like, that clock is so loud. I don't know how I zoned in on the clock, but it was clicking the whole time, and then all of a sudden, it just was like really loud. Usually, like when I'm out and about, I can like hear. I might be hearing somebody conversation. I'm gonna be like, yeah, they conversation. I'd be like, it ain't me. It just all of a sudden it gets quiet and that zooms in. And I always thought maybe because I wore glasses, maybe my eyesight was weaker, so my ears heightened. Nah, baby, you just hypersensitive. And even if people don't say stuff, I can pick up on it. I can pick up on vibes. I can pick up on it. I just have not been paying attention. But guess what? Okay. Game time. I'm easily overwhelmed by the senses, loud noises, strange smells, taste. Light affected me negatively. The pounding music of nightclubs, loud, uh, busy freeways, and strong perfumes. Now, I actually like my music loud, but I do know when I go to the club, I sweat profusely. So I don't know if my body is like, this is too much, although I like it, could be. Because remember, it's mind, it's mental, emotional, and physical. Three, I need to withdraw from busy days and take a break or a nap by myself. I take mental days from work, okay? Y'all not finna stress me out. I need a day. And as I look back over my life, I always like go and be in my own zone. Like there's periods where everybody be like, what, Mish? What's going on? I'm here. I'm fine. I'm just... 
I don't know, recharging, recovering, it just be like too much. So for um, overly sensitive to pain, example, needles, sports injuries, insects, things, etc. Needles for sure, insects, if something lands on me, I can feel it. It's so intense, I can't even explain it. Five, I become spooked and startled easily, so much so that I don't like scary movies. I feel that person's pain. I'm screaming like they screaming. The music is creepy. I'm like feeling too much. And then when I go to sleep, it's in my dreams and I can't get out. So again, it said mentally, emotionally, and physically. Okay. So number six, I like to take my time and I overload myself with too many activities as it drains and overwhelms me. Now, I actually have this in reverse. I like to have so many different things going on. But maybe it's low-key affecting me. Um, but if I organize it, I, I feel better about it. Like, my, you, I probably got OCD, a tad bit of OCD. If you look at my computer screen, all my uh, documents at work are, like, in order. All of the window files are with the window files. All the PowerPoint are with the PowerPoint. It's just, like, it's just, like, ridiculous. I have to carpetal, carp, car compartmentalize everything. And I notice when I don't. I like, it's like, it's like a organized chaos. That's what it, I like organized chaos. Okay. Um, so I prefer to avoid violent TV shows and movies. That's what I was saying. I find it hard to adapt to changes in my life. I tend to ruminate and process information deeply. Before I answer someone, I'm thinking like a million different ways I could say it. I could tell you, I love you so much. I could say, I love you. I could say, I love you. Take care. Just depending on the person, that message is going to come out so so many different ways just because I know you, you know, I, 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 I've absorbed everything about you and I'm giving it to you in your own way. So it's just like so weird. Okay. I'm empathic. I'm aware of the way people feel around me and when any slight change occurs in them. So if, if I be like, what's wrong is because I know something's wrong. I'm not, I'm not asking you if something's wrong. It's I know something's wrong and I'm giving you opportunity to share. It's like a superpower. Um, emotionally, emotional environments tend to affect me deeply. Like, yes, when a lot of stuff is going on in the world, it just becomes too much. Like I can't even watch the news. Black Lives Matter was too much. 9-11 was too much. Just like, I just have to be like, no, because it brings your vibration down. That means your body is not fighting bacteria and diseases as strong as it could. It puts you in a state of dark cloud depression. It's just like, it sends you on a downward spiral. Like, no. How about, no, I'm going to stay over here with sunshine and rainbows. Um, I'm often perceived as being introverted or shy, which I am. I feel like the people I know is because I've known them forever. I don't really make new friends. So I really feel like I'm introverted and shy, but I'm really absorbing the room. I'm feeling it out and I'm seeing who I'm going to talk to and trust, mess with or not. Like all of that is being done within that silence. Um, 13, I'm profoundly moved by nature, the arts or music, love music, music head, love nature. I can go stand in the sun. I could go walk in the forest. I love feeding the birds and the animals. Just, yeah, I tend to be more psychological and spiritually oriented. Like, yes, it, it, it started with Christianity and then it moved into other stuff, but all it has always been spirituality. I feel usually strong emotions, extreme, whether it's happy, sad, whatever, they're not little. They're, they're, if I'm mad, I'm big mad. If I'm happy, I'm big happy. If I'm sad, I'm big sad. It's just like, it's, it's an extreme. It's always going to be an extreme with me. 
I avoid and deeply dislike confrontation of any time. And I feel like universe is trying to grow that muscle with me because I have been put in so many situations of discomfort and confrontation and I always back away. And I feel like they're going to keep coming until I finally stand up. And it's like, okay, I kind of I see it now. Like, I understand your ESP, but you still need to develop this muscle and be able to handle confrontation. I just cannot stand it. I hate the energy. I hate the energy. I hate the arguing. I hate the pettiness. You don't said something you weren't supposed to say. Now you got to come back and apologize. You could ruin a whole relationship forever. It just be like so much. All of that could be avoided. All of that could be avoided. But I don't think I have to be confrontational. I just have to set boundaries and reinstate those boundaries and um, act on those boundaries. So I don't like it when you do X, Y, Z. Next time, could you not do X, Y, Z? Okay, remember last time I said I didn't like X, Y, Z? You're doing it again. If this happens again, I'm going to have to be out. All right, so you did it again. I, we've had this conversation twice. I'm out. Just just like a job. You get that verbal. You get that written. You get that final, and your ass is out. So it's like the same thing. Just, you know, the more situations you're in, you know, you handle it different ways. You build that muscle. It becomes a part of you. Um. I prefer not to be observed when fulfilling tasks. It unsettles me for sure. I hate when someone's over my shoulder, watch me, ask me what I'm doing. Like, if you told me to do X, Y, Z, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Please go do A, B, C, what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I don't like the whole micromanage. You know, you hired me for a reason. And if, if we aren't a good team anymore, then do what it do. I don't know. Just like, that annoys me to the fullest. I attend, I tend to avoid situations that are too intense and chaotic, like for sure. I do not like confrontation. Um, just because I have a really, really dark side. And baby, once it's out, I can't pull it back in. And I don't know. It, it'll, you know how they say words don't hurt you, but they do. They really, really do. And I just try not to go there. And it'd be the truth. It'd be the truth that hurts you the most. So I try to not even cross that line because it's a monster beyond that line. Um, I seem to process the world at a very deep level for sure all the time. Like I'm like, it's not just about being vegan. It's about your life. You're killing yourself. It's just always extreme for me. Um, how many of these qualities did you say yes to? I love to hear in the comment for me, all of them, but the one I do like a lot of things going on like that didn't really bother me, but I just, I'm just going to organize them. HSPs, emotional intensity and giftedness. Perhaps one of the defining qualities of being HSP is how emotionally intense we are. We feel everything in an intense, passionate, and sometimes devastating way. This intensity often leads us to becoming artists, visionary leaders, innovators, mentors, healers, and therapists. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Leader, I cannot get away from it. It's in my name. It's in my life chart. Now it's all the way over here in my sensitivity. Mentor. I'm sure she's gonna come later in life. Healer. I've been called to on the healer's journey. Therapist. Like I've been reading all this psychology stuff. Now I'm like, should that have been my major? I majored in the wrong. But I've noticed people always come to me for advice. I'm always able to like give this stuff out. And it just comes from above, y'all. I don't even be knowing half this stuff. It just comes out so naturally. It's like a mother comforting her child. It just comes out like a flow. But then when it come to me, I'd be lost in the sauce. 
Okay, so, but this is a bittersweet trait that we share because while it helps us to live life with passion and intensity, it also can isolate us. We may be misunderstood, criticized, underpaid, undervalued, taking for granted. <laughs> I felt like a lot of relationships I was taking for granted. With people, I often feel like they misunderstand me and I always be like, do you understand? And they, and they feel like it's an argument, but no, I just want to make sure, do you understand? I know what you're saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. As long as I can get that confirmation that you understand, we good. We can agree to disagree, but but do you understand what I'm trying to say? Do I need to say it another way? It's so funny. We may be classified as neurotic, melodramatic, thin-skinned, gener generally finicky, and mistreated because of it. Yet, despite the many challenges we face, our initially in in giftedness as highly sensitive people also tends to open the doors to potentially, um, you know, transcendent and cosmetic adventures. For example, many people who are highly sensitive undergo spiritual awakenings. I kid you not. And various mystical experiences. Because we are naturally sensitive and more in tune with the undercurrents of life, we often find ourselves having shifting insights about the nature of reality. In fact, many highly sensitive people are also naturally gifted empaths, old souls who gravitate towards various spiritual, spiritual pursuits and explores the meaning of life. And how to experience spiritual oneness. Regardless of whether you're spiritually inclined or not, you will have the insatiable need to live authentically and find your true purpose. <laughs> that was the road I came across. Common, common myths about the highly sensitive person. As with any neuroatypical group, HSPs deal with their fair share of misguided judgments here are the three most common misconceptions about HSPs. Myth number one, HSPs are introverts. HSPs and introverts both reflect deeply and have rich inner worlds, but not all HSPs are introverted and vice versa. In fact, Aaron points out 30% of the total number of highly sensitive people are actually extroverted. I'm not, I'm not that. Maybe if introvert and extrovert had a baby, I would be a mixture. If it's some music, maybe some liquor, a good, a good, happy, you know, high vibing environment, I feel more at home. I can let loose. I may seem to be more extroverted, even though I'm still introverted. But I, but I can have a good book. I can be at home reading. I can be in my head and my thoughts. I can be sleeping. I can be in, you know, enjoying the sun at the beach in a garden. I don't have to be around people. But I have noticed in my, I did a numerology for me and it always warns me, take time for your friends, make time for friends and family, take time for your friends. So obviously I just love to be in my own world and it's just trying to remind me like make time for others because I have noticed I'll look up and I'll be like, dang, my nephew's three, like what? So time is like constantly ticking it's just hard to balance when you feel so much and you just want to be in your cave. <sighs> number two, myth number two, being an HSP is just another word for being shy. Just like introverts, highly sensitive people are often mislabeled as being shy. Although the two share, the two share things in common, such as sensitivity to overwhelming social situations, they are not the same thing. Shyness is learned. Highly sensitive person is not. I do want to say, I haven't read this yet, being highly sensitive person is genetic because my mom 
I've noticed is extremely sensitive, maybe more so than me. The weather wasn't so good today, but I was okay just because I was excited about, you know, completing tasks <laughs> and um, doing a podcast that kind of had me upper. But she wasn't feeling so well just because of the weather. And I'm like, oh my God, this is where I get it from. Um, and she picks up on things too. So I, I honestly feel like it's genetic. They don't want to tell us that. Um, Myth number three, HSP is a mental disorder. For some, it can be easy to mistake the highly sensitive person to suffer from some type of mental condition. Although some HSPs possess separate mental illnesses, being sensitive does not automatically make someone mentally ill. Um, let's see. How to survive as an HSP. Due to their sensitive nature, highly sensitive people are prone to the idealism and perfectionist. This often stems from deriving their own self-worth from the opinions of others and not valuing themselves enough. My mom's more on the perfectionist side. I honestly will give it what I give. I'm going to give it what it what I got. It's giving. It's very enough for you. You know, do what it do. So I don't think I have that perfectionist perfectionism part. I'm going to just, you know, it's going to be me. When I put it out, it's going to be me. Um, I have learned to value myself more. I, I will always go bend over backwards for everyone else, especially my partner and everything they want. I just make sure all the needs were met. But I wasn't doing that for myself. So it's just kind of take a step back and just doing everything for me. Because at the end of the day, I'm my best friend. I'm the one that's important. You know, I came to the earth alone. I'm going to leave alone. So I am of the utmost importance. It starts with me. Being a highly sensitive person can hit you hard if you're a male. I figure. Um, she gives different advice. Learn how to value yourself. Um, not really caring what people think. I don't really have a problem with that. Uh don't take things personally. I always do. Like the other day, I felt like someone had a problem with me. It had nothing to do with me. They had their own things going on. But I could sense. I could feel. I knew it was something. But I internalized it as it was me. And it had nothing to do with me. So she's right. Don't take things so personal. Embrace your solitude, which I have. Baby, I don't have no problem being alone. You don't have to call, text, nothing. I'm good. And a lot of people can't do that. They can't be by this. They need somebody to talk to. They need somebody to entertain them. There's just a lot of people using people. Like, I'm I'm good all by myself. Me, my library, and my books. Um, let's see. Identify your triggers. I had to learn that. Um, this was interesting. As an HSP, I struggled with this. Putting up with extreme anxiety. I felt at work until I realized it was weakening my health. No, I didn't do something drastic like quit my job, but I did decide to plan ahead and practice self-hypnosis every time I had to go to work to prepare for the day, and I still do. Another lady actually switched jobs, as I was telling you with the podcast, and she found a lower-paying job, but she was just happy to be at peace. Five ways to stop emotional snowballing as a highly sensitive person. Highly sensitive people frequently live life on the brink of emotional soul a term I use to describe a situation 
where emotions get out of control and quickly become out of proportion to the situation at hand. Just think of a snowball rolling very steep down a hill. It gets larger and larger as it rolls faster and faster. For many highly sensitive people, this emotional turbulence is a fact of life. Elaine Aaron pointed out in her book, The Highly Sensitive Person, which is in my Amazon cart. Most of us are deeply affected by other people's moods and emotions. Can you imagine a world where the other people got going on affects you? Can I deal with my own? So when I do have a, oh my gosh, come to Jesus moment, I have to be by myself because there is no way I can handle what I got going on and everything else too. Whether anybody says it or not, it's felt. It's known. Maybe it's on a subconscious level. It's just too much. Silence is silence is not silent at all. Um, most of us are deeply affected by other people's moods and emotions. In fact, you can say that mostly highly sensitive people are simply excelled social chameleons to the emotional landscape around them, which is important. You got to watch who you are around. That junk be affecting you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Like, this thing is deep. This can be good news if everything is, is peachy bliss. But many times, highly sensitive people find themselves absorbing the poisons and negativity around them. You could say that highly sensitive people's problem is taking things too personally, but it's much more than that. The highly sensitive person is deeply affected by any high, highly stimulating situation, whether physical, mental, or emotional. Emotional. Um, things that she recommends is seek out a quiet place, an empty spot to cool down, focus on something that made you happy within the day, listen to or watch something upbeat, um... She even said you can have a list of comedy movies on standby to just play. And I do love to laugh. Like, I remember telling myself a long time ago, like, I really, really, really love to laugh. That's because things can take me so down and out. Like, laughter just takes me to cloud 10. Like, I love when things are just happy and joyous. And it's crazy. I don't even really look at comedy uh, TV like that. But... Some comedy be corny. I feel like you did not have to do all of that to make me laugh. I just wanted to be like organic. So like if a guy is like naturally funny, I just like love it. Like I'm I'm genuinely laughing. It brings me so much joy. People probably be thinking it's flirting. No, this person is funny and I'm a bubbly person and look, it just it just goes. Um Ground and ordinate yourself to your surroundings. Now, I will go outside and ground in a minute. But when it is cold and I can't ground like I want to, I'm a little off kilter because the ground is wet. It's cold. I, I'm not going to go step out there. But in the summertime, you know, I'll be outside barefoot. Everybody who's known me always be like, you know, if I put something on your feet, why y'all be barefoot? I'm like, I'm grounding. Hello. Remember that this too shall pass. She she basically says, look at life in a with a bird's eye perspective. Yes, this is what's in front of you, but it will pass and something else will come along. Um, she also has a test. 
And shout out to Loner Wolf because I love this website. You will get lost within blogs and blogs and tests and tests and this and that. I just love Loner Wolf and I wish you guys all the success. So I, I'm going to tell y'all what I scored and then I'm going to go back and, t- and tell y'all what the questions were. It said that I scored 90. You are a highly sensitive person. Your score was above 50 points, meaning that you're most likely a highly sensitive person. You're a highly sensitive person found in 15 to 20% of the population. Dang, y'all. You know how many trillion people there are in the world? 15 to 20% is not that many of us. Highly sensitive people experience life a little differently from those around them. While you might find that you're easily overstimulated by your senses as well as the many intense and chaotic situations in daily life. You also tend to process the world at a very deep level. This means that you tend to be a very philosophical, spiritual, or gentle person. Oh my gosh, like all three of them are me. Oh my God. While at the same time appearing to be very high strung. Due to the empathic ability to sense. I just like heard the wind outside. It was just very weird. That was like the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Um, this means that you tend to be a very... Okay, I already did that. Um, due to your empathic ability to sense the subtle nuisance in the environment, environment and people, you're often drawn towards jobs such as counseling, occupational therapy, and writing. What did I say? I am a number one. I am a New York number one best-selling author, along with Amazon number one best-selling author. Always oh, coming, and it's not gonna be no Mary had a little lamb. My books, my books gonna go. They gonna go. My book baby's gonna go. Although you get easily overwhelmed by people, and I do, and the world, and I do. Sometimes I be like, put me on a plate by myself because y'all are just too much. You are a thoughtful, sensitive, and complex person who has a great advantage in many situations. And that's why when people get me, I love it. Because I, you know, I may not be the easiest person, but I love hard. And if I'm mad, it's like, you did something. And I'm about to just get mad. You fucked up. So when people get me, it's like, yes, you. Get, I'm not difficult. Like, just own it. Um, let's see. Uh, suggested jobs, massage therapist is so crazy. I feel like my sister is a more, if I'm extremely sensitive, she's the cream of the crop. Okay. And she went to school for massage therapist, social worker, counselor, musician, artist, librarian, speech, medicine, practitioner, nurse, writer, editor, detective. My sister's good with detection researcher. They're going to mean occupational therapist and veterinarian. And name some famous people too. Princess Diana, Carl Young, um, Ryona, Wyona Ryder, Nicole Kidman. Let me see if I know any Bob Dylan. Barbara Streisand. We all is just this world is crazy. We be having the same traits and don't even know it. Okay. So let me go over the questions. Start this over. I'm sorry. I should be in the bed. Let's see. 
Question number one, I regularly get overwhelmed by my senses. For instance, loud noises, strong smells affect me negatively. I agree, I disagree, or occasionally. Number two, I have always been aware of the details and nuances in the environment around me. Yes, no, sometimes. I often feel the need to withdraw and take a break from the world. Yes, no, sometimes. I like doing one thing at a time because too many activities drain and overwhelm me. Yes, no, sometimes. I'm overly sensitive to pain, insects, needles, etc. I agree, disagree, it depends. I dislike violent TV and movies. I prefer to avoid them. Yes, no, maybe. I'm very in tune with the way people feel and can sense any changes that occur. Yes, no, maybe. Nature, art, and music move me. Yes, no, maybe. I always seem to practice the world, to process the world at the very deep level. Yes, no, maybe. I prefer to avoid situations that are intense and chaotic. Yes, no, maybe. So, depending on what you score, she'll tell you what you are. And I have the link below. This was a highly sensitive person, HSP personality test. And so, yeah, not only am I hypersensitive, I'm also an empath. So now we're going to switch to www.notsalami.com, 10 traits of an empath and how to know you're an empath. So to me, I feel like they're one in the same, just tomato, tomato. Um, below are the 10 traits of an empath. Read through and you'll know if indeed you are a true empath, someone who is highly sensitive, see, and intuitive and knows what other people are feeling and thinking. I don't know why we have a million names for the same things. It just drives me crazy. You don't have to have all 10 out of 10 traits to be a true empath, but most of the traits you have are more likely the more you have, the more likely you are. So the good news about being an empath, being an empath can be a very beautiful way to live life because you're fully present and deeply connected to others. The challenging news about being an empath, being an empath can also be emotionally stressful because of your high levels of sensitivity. Because I recognize that being an empath has its particular challenges. I've also included some tools below to help to better harness your high levels of sensitivity. 10 traits of the empath. Empaths have high levels of intuition and quickly know what others feel and think. I can even complete people's sentences, but I heard that it was rude, so I try not to. But my mind be moving so fast. I'd be like, you going to the store? It was like, why did it take so long for it to come out of their mouth? Like, I just kind of helped them finish. One of the main traits of empath, you're a compassionate listener. You easily pick up on people's thoughts and feelings. Sometimes it feels like you're clairvoyance because imps can quickly get a gut instinct about someone. For this reason, many imps are awfully highly drawn to learn more about spirituality, metaphysics, religion, the paranormal. It's the desire to better understand how and why they feel the energies of others so deeply. If you like to develop stronger intuition and really benefit from your empathic skills, check out my best-selling video course, Develop Stronger Intuition. So <laughs> shout out to her for every paragraph. She's going she gonna to offer you something. Imps have a strong ability to feel others' pain, stresses, symptoms, and illnesses. When imps are around someone who is angry, tired, depressed, etc., they can easily pick up these negative feelings and absorb them into their bodies, mirroring these negative emotions as if it's their own. 
As a result, many imps can feel the burdens of others' dark emotions. They feel drained, exhausted after they encounter with someone who is dealing with a challenging time. On the flip side, when imps are around someone who is happy, loving, peaceful, they're very similar to take on those positive energies and they feel energized, delighted, and inspired. If you're an empath, you can feel overwhelmed and drained in highly close relationships. Another key trait of an empath, a lot of closeness, intimacy, and exchange of shared emotions can feel very exhausting to an imp. They might feel as if they are losing their identity, as if their sense of self is being absorbed into absorbed into the other person and the relationship. For this reason, imps need to be sure to give themselves the right balance of closeness and alone time. Unfortunately, imps are often sought out by narcissists, codependents, and highly talkative who crave consistent attention and support. Imps should do their best to put up a strong boundary, remember I just said that, with people and to avoid romantic entanglement with them. Ding, 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 ding. I'm getting better, you guys. Triggers for empaths could be crowds, inauthentic people, feeling rushed, arguments, loud noises, other people, extreme pain, and excessive socializing. Imps have intense feelings for wanting to help and nurture people. Imps are often very loving people who are intuitively drawn to wanting to help release people's suffering. For example, if they see a homeless or injured person, they'll be eager to help. Most imps also choose professions which help people because they're naturally wired to want to relieve other people's pain. Now, my boss did say, I feel like you should be on the other side because you like to help people. So she did pick up on that, even when I didn't. For example, they often go on to become nurses, doctors, veterinarians, social workers, massage therapists, etc. because they feel an emotional tug to help others. A reminder, if you have this particular trait of an empath, empaths who get involved into a healing profession should be extremely sure to create healthy boundaries so they don't feel overwhelmed by the energies of others. Imps are often told you are too sensitive. Imps can often get their feelings hurt easily, and I mean easily. And thereby often told they're too sensitive. In fact, imps will frequently find themselves being told that they should not allow the things that are said or done to them affect them so deeply, but it's so hard not to. Plus, because imps easily take on heartbreak of others, they might cry at a sad story what others might perceive as too sensitive. I remember when I went to a funeral with my friend and her baby daddy, I boohoo cried like I knew this lady. I was channeling all that energy in there. I didn't know her. It was just so sad, and I felt it. Like, I, I felt like I knew her because I was feeling them. Um, when I look at movies, I can cry. When I hear music, upbeat music makes me happy. Some music makes me cry. It's just like, I can channel. Okay, so let's see. Um... Imps are sensitive to emotional and violent scenes in movies. Imps often have a challenging time watching movies or videos that are highly emotional and violent. They feel the scenes on the screens so fully in their minds and bodies. As I mentioned, I'm scared. Like, I'm the person running in the movie. And then when I go to sleep, I'm running in my dreams. It's just, like, too much. The music is eerie. It's just too much. Y'all can can have... I'll stay on the ha ha he he romance side, esoteric, educational. Impacts are overwhelmed by parties, crowds, public transportation, hospital groups, therapy, and funerals. 
Imps are often overwhelmed in crowds of all kinds. Subway, malls, conventions, parades, trades. My sister has this a little more than me. For this reason, they often prefer to travel by car instead of uh, public transport to meet with people one-on-one versus limited groups. Um, They are also sensitive to too much noise, places with highly strong smells. Imps have have a challenging time in settings which are particularly filled with people in pain, like hospital, funerals, group therapy. Imps are more likely to suffer from moodiness. It makes sense that imps might experience some moodiness. After all, they're often experiencing extreme highs and lows and emotions because they take on other people's emotions so easily. <laughs> so it's not me. I'm not moody as y'all. Um, this constant absor- absorption of emotion emotions can be taxing on their psyche. Imps often wind up wanting to help others so much they forget to caretake for themselves. This is what I ran into. It's always external, 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 external. Like my inside was screaming, what about me? So I took like a fucking year off. Next month will be a whole year to just focus on me. I can't tell you what nobody else is doing because I can't. It's all about me. Imps are more likely to suffer from nausea or illnesses. I haven't run into that. Imps are more likely to take on addictive behaviors. Now, this almost made me cry, y'all. Listen to this. Imps feel things highly deeply. And so it makes sense that they may want to find a way to escape the emotional bombardment that they feel on a daily basis. For this reason, many empaths will take on an addiction. Alcohol, drugs, binge eating, shopping, or sex addictions. Bam. It's all making sense. It's all making sense. Their hope, the addiction will numb them and distract them from the overwhelm of their emotions. Yo, that screams (laughs) my past, okay? How imps can protect themselves from overwhelm? Imps must enjoy enough quiet time alone. Yes, journaling, taking a walk, yoga stretches, cycling, relaxing in the shower, spending time in nature, practicing meditation. I started journaling. I go walking. I'm starting uh, yoga. I will always do me a long ass shower and I cannot get away from meditation. Imps need to speak up about boundaries. If you're an empath and you feel like someone is draining you, it's essential to speak up and clarify your boundaries. Imps should face up to addiction and moodiness with meditation and positive hobbies. Um, meditation is a way for imps to master their thoughts and emotions more effectively. When I read that, what stuck out to me was universe is calling me to be a master. Now, not a master teacher, not for other people had nothing to do with external but it has everything to do with the internal what it has everything to do with the internal so to master my own mind Okay, so let me go. Meditation is a wonderful way for the empath to master their thoughts and emotions more effectively. So yeah, I'm about to become a master of myself, of my thoughts, 
and my emotions. And when I tell you these podcasts and stuff have been coming to me out of nowhere, yeah. Like, graduation time is near. Initiation is near. Um... Plus, you can also try to try to swap out your negative addictions with positive addictions like knitting, pottery, painting, beading, hula hoop, writing, yoga, tennis, martial arts. Embrace your abilities as an empath. She also um, can teach you how to, to develop your intuition, which I feel like for me, just knowing that I'm highly sensitive, just knowing that I'm empath is calling me and calling me and calling me more and more and more to meditate to really master my mind i already was telling y'all about manifestation to master my emotions to really be in tune with my intuition baby when these powers come on when i master these gifts because i already got them when i master these gifts watch out now baby see how much how much time we on okay the last one is 12 amazing things about being a highly sensitive person. This is with the highly sensitive fuge.com. Again, the links are below. Um, this was on February 4th, 2022. Being highly empathic, which makes being highly empathic, which makes great friends and people to be around is just one amazing thing about being a highly sensitive person. Being a highly sensitive person can at times feel frustrating, exhausting, even deliberating. Do I have to absorb my coworker's sad mood? Not to mention everyone else's emotions. Why does everything have to feel so strong? Can I express my anger without crying or not feeling overwhelmed in a loud environment for just once? Can you relate to any of those? I'm just saying. There are so many amazing things about being a highly sensitive person. It's as though highly sensitive people are full of superpowers. Sometimes you just need to step back and take a deeper look at the things, which fortunately we HSPs are good at doing in order to access your strengths. Here are some of my favorite things about being a highly sensitive soul. One, they are able to look at situations deeply and notice subtitles more so than non-HSPs. Body language, your friend's voice, um... Even when people move different, you're just so observing. You can, pe- people tell on themselves, but they don't even be knowing. Like, this is not how you naturally move. You're moving weird. I'm picking up on the, the sound of your voice. Um, You know, just, you're fidgeting. It's just like everything. It's just like, I don't know. It just be like, just spit it out. Just tell the truth because you already busted. They are better able to learn from past situations and respond more quickly in the future. Now, look, <laughs> I have been failing in this department, but I'm getting better. Okay, I am getting better. Um, highly empathic, which makes them great friends or people to be around. Um, we need more of it in the workplace, friendships, social media interactions, family and personal relationships. Um, highly sensitive people have a great deal of empathy. It makes them excellent friends to just know how you're feeling um without you even saying it but again they mentioned just remember to set set boundaries and take care of yourself as well highly intuitive and have a knack for sensing things somehow we often just know 
the right choice from the wrong choice. We just know how someone is doing before they utter a word. And you know what has been my biggest critique? I will know before even starting a journey that is bad. <laughs> I will. And I started anyway. It'd be like, oh my God, why? So I can't say that I don't know because I be having a feeling. But because I wasn't paying attention to the feeling, I didn't want to pay attention to the feeling. That's what it was. Um, Life is so funny. Let's see here. They are able to experience and appreciate deep beauty. Um, They feel emotions strongly from little to big ones. Tear up from a commercial or beautiful music. Music for me. Music can make me laugh. It can make me angry. It can make me scared. It can make me cry without words at all. Just sound, which means it's a vibration, which means it's a frequency, which means it goes back to numbers. Like, oh my gosh. Um, They are extremely creative, whether it's thinking outside the box on a work project or pushing a creative a creative hobby like writing or art like I cannot get away from the writing I just have to follow my gift at this point they make incredible leaders here we go again highly sensitive people make incredible incredible leaders at first glance many might not expect an HSP to be to be overlooked for promotions and leadership opportunities, yet there are a multitude of reasons that they are. In fact, the perfect people for these roles. John Hughes wrote a book, Hunting for CEOs, on the best practices for them and lists several reasons why HSPs make incredible leaders. Some of these reasons include they are able to notice things that other people miss. Hello. They prefer to process situations more rather than to take immediate actions. Hello. They are able to intuitively exhibit leadership. Hello. Which allows HSP leaders to lead their team with understanding and empathy. I feel like a lot of people are in management and leader positions and they do not have empathy at all. Like, I've heard a manager say before, I could teach you how to be a manager, but I cannot teach you people's skills. You're born with those. And now they try to write books that say you can learn people's skills. No. What they're trying to say is you're either empathic or you're not. Okay? You're either sensitive or you're not. Because a lot of these people are like drill sergeants. You cannot handle everyday people like that. We are people. We're not robots. You know? Go work in robot land. Um, Let's see. Best practices for them and list several reasons why hsps make incredible leaders some of the reasons include they're able to notice things other people miss i think that was the standout for me and we can understand with empathy number nine they crave connection and deep conversation with others as i look back over my relationships the people that i have loved the most we can talk all night about everything food aliens drugs sex relationships family career future past it's just like all that hey how you doing what you doing today what you ate like miss me with that miss me with that they crave connection and deep conversations a highly sensitive person 
They'll teach you that they crave connection and deep conversations, not one for small talk. And HSP will prefer to get to know the real you. What are your passions? What keeps you up at night? Do you have any regrets? In a world full of filters and airbrushers and cropping and editing and fake smiles and hidden emotions, there's a def- a, def- a desperate need for realness. Even if non-HSPs <clears throat> don't require the same level of deepness that we are seeking, <clears throat> our honesty and willingness to speak that truth can be inspiring and a breath of fresh air. To everyone, HSP or not. So I got this tea. See, when I stay my butt in the house, I'm just fine. The moment I step out, okay, they can find joy and happiness in the simplest of things. Sensitive people can find happiness in the simplest of things. Forget grand gestures and expensive gifts. No. I could, I'll take an expensive gift. HSPs tend to be happy with simpler life, full of quiet moments and many meaningful memories. That's my mom. She's really big on the memories. Things can mean a walk in nature, quiet evening at home, thoughtful gift. These are the things that fill an HSP's heart with joy. It can be easy to become run down as an HSP in a busy world nonstop. But fortunately, it's also easy for us to find happiness and recharge. I think they should teach recharge for everybody, not just HSP. We charge what do we charge. We fill our tank up with gas. We charge our phones. We have to plug up our electronics so that they're constantly getting electricity. But no one ever, ever, ever says, hey, you need to recharge. Recharge yourself. And that is more than sleep. Sleep is for the body. You need to recharge your mind. You need to recharge your soul and your body. That's three different recharges. No boy, Nobody talks about that, do they? 11, they have rich inner lives and don't need external stimuli for entertainment. That's true. I don't need somebody to, to entertain me. A lot of times in relationships, I pull back because I, I want to read and learn and stuff. Like, I don't have time to, like, just entertain you. I have stuff to do, too. So, somebody could be, oh, <laughs> one of my friends, he'll be doing his thing. I'll be doing my thing. We both, we we just fine. Like, like that don't, didn't bother either one of us. And then we'll just link back up. They have a strong connection to animals, a strong bond. Now, I had to give my cats away. Like it was, it was the fleas or the cats, and I chose the fleas. Had to go with the cats. So when I get this land in my house, I'm gonna get the three cats again. But I also want to get pigs. I want to get like two pigs and rescue them, rescue them from being slaughtered. Like, I really do be feeling for the animals, so I chose not to eat them anymore. Um, Let's see. Uh, She also recommends therapy. And when I went to therapy, it was really good for someone to just listen and to kind of give you guidance on what you could do or where you could go. And to be like a complete, you know, outsider. I don't really know how to explain it. It's like real deal, just sit down and talk to a stranger. But it's like really, really therapeutic. So they recommended better help. She also has other articles like Eight Superpowers. 
of highly sensitive people, five ways to access your strengths as a highly sensitive person, 10 things that just don't make sense to highly sensitive people. I'm going to dig deeper into that because it's me, but I just want to give you a general um, idea about it. Now, I signed up for this blog, but I didn't get a blog yet, so I hope they don't forget about me because I would love to get my blog, okay? Um... So I just keep learning more and more about myself and I have uh, my spiritual advisor told me to get a book of me. And so I put all the things about me from my ancestors, my parents, my siblings down to just me. I'm going to add this to it along with my birthday, my favorite colors, just like everything you could think of. And I actually want to make a template like that. Like who the F are you and have all of these damn quizzes, all of this stuff and to just like market it. I just finished um, a 2000, 2000 question book all about me. Now I kind of found out that they got a 3000 question book. And when I finished that book, I was so happy on one of my previous podcasts. I was like, I really sat down and did 2000 fucking questions about me. Like I'm using the one trying to figure out who are you and what you like to do and just all about everybody else. But to just turn it internally, it was just like, wow, I learned all these questions about me. And you would think, like, you would know, like, I know my favorite color is pink. But to actually write, my favorite color is pink because it brings back this memory. It makes me feel that to just go into depth about that, it goes so much deeper than my favorite color is pink or something like that. So, yeah, the more I learn, I just, hey, I'm just adding it to my interesting let me say that i'm on pinterest y'all let me see uh what what category i want to put this under if you want to know what my mind looks like go check out my pinterest it's in my link tree (laughs) and i have to have it categorized because oh no don't let it be unorganized i'm gonna freak out um So, yeah, I'm excited to continue this journey. And I'll continue to share with you guys what the time looking like. Okay, it's winding down. I thought this was going to be two episodes. It ended up being one. So, I can mark this off my to-do list through my ESP podcast. Okay. I am checking things off and we're only on Monday. (laughs) Um. I'm going to switch the way I end the podcast, so I hope you guys like it. Um, Let's see. Keep learning and evolving and spreading love. I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Namaste. Love is stay. Always vibe high, babe. And even if you can't, just remember not to stay down. Thanks a million for listening. And you guys know the rest. Catch you on the next one. 11-11. Thanks a billion for listening. You can reach me on other social media platforms at www.linktr.ee forward slash L-U-V dot M-E-E-S-H. I hope you have a better than great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Mwah. Bye. Go Mimi. It's the Misha podcast. Hey. Go Mimi. Me, me. Go Mimi. Me, me.